Welcome to the Pillage Cast. Thank you so much for joining us on this, the 92nd episode of the Pillage Cast. My name is Josh. I'm going to be your host today. I've got the Pillage Cast team here. Gates is on his mic. Hey there, Pillagers. Uh, Phil is at Disneyland in the rain. I'm sure he's loving it. Yeah, he said that it was the best time to go to Disneyland. Because there's probably not that many people there. So, instead, we got uh, Mr. Matt Benson here. What's up? The head of CEO, president of Benview Network. Is that? Sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Am do I going to get do, an angry tweet from Lindy? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what. Uh, yeah. <laughs> have Have you guys assorted your titles? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we're co-founders, definitely. Co-founders. When it gets down to CEO and president, I don't know who it takes. One of you is probably president. How will one of you is probably CEO? I think I'm yeah. CEO and he's CFO. How okay? How will it be decided? The the dominance, like. Uh, we're we're gonna fight. Okay. <laughs> no, I, that's what I mean. I, I mean, assumed, not, but just on not, what using what means, like it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna be a lot of passive aggressive remarks. <laughs> uh, eventually, uh, just coming to a head in, in fisticuffs. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Which okay. I feel pretty confident. I think neither of us has any real fighting skill, but I, I'm larger. I, so I think you could. It's gonna go yes. to a push. I, I think the weight, just a weight advantage, yeah. would allow you to. I would like to propose a decathlon of some sort. <laughs> like the end of Billy Madison? <laughs> <laughs> and and the end of uh, old school, I believe. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, interesting. B- both uh, both matters of mind and physicality. Yeah. Okay. Um, with I'm, down, a, I'm down to go. With okay. Mr. Matt Benson here, I'd like to just ask you Doctor, a question. Please. Dr. Matt Benson. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, when uh when you're on the f- the Facebooks yeah and uh people like to retweet uh or retweet yeah, dude tell me what like, that's like because I haven't been there in months <laughs> it's it's a terrible wasteland of human suffering uh, but like, more so okay yeah it's I, monstrous it's okay. like when you when you like need to be like angry a little bit but in a fun way <laughs> Here, you just scroll yeah. through your news feed that's here's what, what I what I kind of just see it as at this point now I haven't been back in a while but I assume. That it's just all the most boring people that I know still out there kind of talking Ka- to each other because of. the people that are actually out doing shit don't have time yeah. for Facebook. Yeah. I don't know. Is yeah, that everybody right? that like was interesting moved on. That's what to I think. Twitter, I've, and then yeah. from there they've even moved on. I've heard now. a lot of Instagram talk. Yeah, I don't like. Instagram. Yeah, Is that, don't, it's just pictures. Yeah, I don't take so, pictures. Pictures so, they got to be square. You can't zoom in. I don't like it. A lot of foods, and I don't take pictures of things because I don't what, think things should be remembered. Porn. So. I don't know. Sorry, um, sorry to derail. Please. No, no, no. Uh, I, last night I was, I was like loading up Facebook because I still do stay on. There's certain people that it is the easiest way to communicate with, but like I, I hit the reload and for whatever reason, like it was just the header of Facebook and nothing in the feed, Ooh. and I just could not get it to work. And I was like, this is great, yeah. awesome. <laughs> like Facebook <laughs> solved the problem for me. <laughs> Close it. Best upgrade <laughs> ever. But uh, I, you've, I'm sure you've seen this. Dr. Matt Benson, uh, as an aficionado of uh, Back to the Future. Yes. Uh, have you seen the images that people post constantly? I already know what you're talking about. Of Today is the day of Marty McFly. <laughs> the and every single one of them is always a Photoshop. Yeah. Uh, and I guess there's actually a site you can go to that just generates it. it. You, so what yeah. it does is it's like, yeah, it shows the 20, oh, okay. the, the year, right? right? And, and it shows the the past year and the, and the present year that, right. that Marty was flying from. And then yeah. it's the day he goes into the future. Okay, so never mind the fact that we all know he goes to 2015. It like, is shocking to me that people don't realize yes, it's wrong right away but, because of that. But then the other thing is is that both the previous dates are October 26th. Yeah. 
and it they're all supposed to be the same date, just years apart. But it will be like October twenty sixth, October twenty sixth, you know, nineteen eighty five, October twenty first, or twenty first. No, it's he's at tw- he's at twenty sixth and eighty five. He's at twenty first and twenty. Oh, is it different still? Mm-hmm. Okay, but same and month. It's not. It's November and fifty five. Really? He goes. He lands in nineteen fifty five on November fifth, and he he returns to eighty five on November twelfth. Okay. Hmm. So I I always just assumed it was all the same, and that's how I would immediately know, like, oh, it's not right. Other than also the year, 2015. Yeah. But that's the thing, is, like, it's not until next year, you guys, yeah. and it's but not until like, October. Like, eight, 55, 85, 14. That's how you... That's right, how you right. Or, no, last year they were doing yeah, it, too. They were, they to were, 2013. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. So it's supposed to be, it's supposed to be multiples of fives. It was basically yeah. in some... Uh, Every 30 years. Right, was, right. Yeah. So that annoys me, and then I realize, like... Well, that's Facebook. Yeah. I make a point of correcting them every single time I see it. <laughs> <laughs> that's you holding yeah, holding I, your... I, yeah. I, 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 I will plant that flag. I will, okay. I will take I'll a stand die. for Back to I'll the die Future. On that. I'll fall on that sword. Yeah. Uh, I, I've, I've done it, and then I started getting tired of, like, correcting it's- people who, like, there's never a mention again of, like, the correction. Like, nobody responds to yeah. it, you know? It's like when no, I post okay. Snopes things. Yeah. Like, everyone's just like, you know, people people look at these things and they're like, oh, this is clearly real. And it's like, no, it's this is, not. guys, this is as fake as it gets. Yeah. Like, what what's wrong with you? Yeah. And then, like, so they somebody posted this video. And that's the other thing is people post things and I don't really know them. They're like a family relative or something. Okay. And so at some point, I don't want to get into it because I don't want these people to know that I know them. Yeah. Like that. That I like. You maybe stay off their radar. Maybe we're just Facebook friends, right? Because I kind of accept anyone as a friend on Facebook because I don't care. Yeah. Sure. Like, like, whatever. Like if you want to see the the cool stuff I post, sure. Right. I don't care about you. I'll just hide your stuff you know for whatever but people like posted this video of like oh my god and crazy this is amazing what a hero and it's like a plane that's landing with its landing gear the front landing gear is all messed up and a truck a pickup truck drives in and like puts the bed and and acts as the landing gear and it's like set up to be a news thing and it and it's clearly a truck commercial and it (laughs) says down at the bottom fictionalization do not attempt yes (laughs) so i was looking at it going you guys really believe this when on the video itself it says down at the bottom, or, not real. Or Ford is, is kicking back your, <laughs> your aunt some money and making this happen. <laughs> I think it's more likely just people have stopped reading just the words. Yeah. yeah. It's Facebook is... But I see article, really obviously fake articles posted a lot. I saw two people posted Obama's been impeached uh, on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, yeah. Wow. As a true story. I mean, The Onion like cleans up on Facebook. Yeah. They, they do really well You're because right. they get a lot of people. Yeah. I saw like a slogan for Onion. It's like real news for dumb people. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like, I, I heard of recently like a mayor in Connecticut or something quoted an Onion article <laughs> and, and there, so he was at this press conference like pounding his fist o- on the table and it turned out later that afternoon they had to correct him and he was like i'm sorry i didn't know that was a- but I, yeah i really think that people though just nowadays like yeah facebook is now getting to the population of people it's like old people who don't really understand the internet a lot of like dumb teenagers like younger younger it like idiot people that are just lower intelligence like yeah. there isn't a lot of really smart people on there and I feel like it's now just people just read a headline because the headline is written to say the thing. And yeah. so they just say, oh, this, I already believe this idea. Right. This headline says it. 
I'm just going to post it. I'm not really going to pay attention because I saw somebody post like a thing about it was like uh, just a, an honest opinion of vaccinations, right? Okay. And I was like, okay, then, all right, let's see what happens. And then this person was saying like, hey, listen, I, you know, I read the article because I, I tried to actually read them. And the person was like, hey, it's I'm not a doctor. I'm just a parent. And but this is just my reasons why I think this. And I'm like, okay, this is an interesting take instead of like going against the entirety of medical science yeah. that says one thing um this person just saying here's just kind of my ideas i'm not a scientist these aren't scientific ideas sure and then they start kind of going against why they wouldn't give vaccinations and to be honest some of their stuff's like okay that's reasonable it's okay. a reasonable oh, hey. idea that's that this is this is a perfectly fine thing it starts getting a little more unhinged as i go along but i'm like well you know they're just kind of drawing these things out naturally they're admitting that they don't care about the science they're railing against the fda and kind of saying like the fda is just in big pharma's pocket and i'm like you know what there's probably a lot of yeah. truth to that yeah, yeah. not to the extent they're saying it probably but i'm sure that there's money trade places and i i'm sure that's things and then you know start pharmaceutical companies have like are de- designed to control the populace and they don't actually want to ever like none of their no medicines actually solve the problem there. And I'm like, just okay, the symptoms. Yeah. Now you're there's getting some... a little crazy. I mean, there's certainly things about that, but it's sometimes way more cost effective for a pharmaceutical company to actually just make the thing that solves the problem rather than like going out of their way to engineer something that does looks like it solves a problem but doesn't. That actually takes more engineering work. Or no, but, I mean solves a symptom but not cures the disease. Yes. Okay. So well. Don't defend this person too much. All right, I'm just, saying, because, I'm just I just want to hear him out. Yeah. Where are we going here? So it keeps going, keeps going <laughs> until it gets to the point where it's like, I wouldn't I don't trust the the government or or the FDA because clearly they're just being run by the shadow government that is uh connected to the Illuminati. Yeah. And then I said, Okay, no, now no, I know now I'm on board. Now I know exactly <laughs> where now. this person is is coming from. Right. And how great of a job they did at the beginning to hide all of this <laughs> or until no, it got uh, down. But couldn't it be just they were that reasonable and some like you could draw that conclusion <laughs> and, and still be using reason and observing no, facts? No, no. Shadow government. They're just no. asking questions, Joshua. Why don't you want to know the truth? Well, yeah. Listen, I, McMahon. I, Sorry, I, so, <laughs> that was pretty good. I stopped I'll, I'll allow it. I was, I was impersonating James Adomi and impersonating <laughs> Right. Uh, I, I stopped before I got to the point where they start talking about uh, the reploids or, you know, or right. the, 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 yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and then posting uh, like uh, news footage of um, like newscasters or high ranking officials, like temporarily losing their shape shifting ability. And you can right. see their lizard tongue for a little yeah. bit, which is always like compression artifacting from really shitty like cable yeah, streams yeah, yeah. Can, okay can I, that reminds me of a scene in x-men from 2000 <laughs> that has always bothered me yeah i think the one and only flaw of that movie with, is, with senator kelly at the end yeah at the end of the movie senator kelly who was really mystique flashes her yellow eyes directly to the camera and like no one in and america then, and they pause it. and they pause it yeah, the there it. they're like they pause it but, but in what they're the only does, people with pausability yeah. <laughs> on a on a on a well, video, was, I guess it was pre DVR, but still, in wow. what world does that not like immediately well, cause everyone to say, "Holy shit!" I the, guess the conspiracy theorists were right. In the world where I'm saying, where 
I would probably chalk that off to a compression artifact. <laughs> in, I, okay. Oh no! What have you done? Like, <laughs> have you guys seen the newest Glenn Greenwald uh, article about the suppression of internet forums? No, no, you haven't. Okay, no. so it was suppressed. Probably that's why we didn't. No, you're to- like that's the thing is there's this huge controversy, especially on Reddit, that these articles keep getting submitted and they keep getting pulled. And the article is basically detailing documents about how the government has advanced strategies of controlling uh, dissent via popular opinion in you know Reddit the, and the other you know kind of big hmm. forums. The reasons why I don't believe that is because you don't believe what part of it I, that I, it's being I, suppressed. Or I, that it I, I think that that's probably some. Uh, the reasons why I would need more proof before I would say those people are right. Okay, is because it is the easiest. It is the I have a rock that hey this rock keeps tigers away. Well, how do you prove it? Well, are there any tigers around? Then clearly this rock keeps tigers away. Like it's it's self fulfilling. It's self fulfilling. I, like, I think a better analogy would be: I have a website that attracts shills, and yeah. then you can see here's a website and a whole shit ton of shills on it. Right. But but the thing is, is that like the forums I've been on, there hasn't been enough suppression because okay, it, it's enough. terrible out there. Uh, okay. Uh, especially on Reddit. I don't know. If or you, or what if? if but then okay. again, it's it, it, what it if is, the reploid talk is just to debase <laughs> the actual. That's what fact. you've always said. Yeah. Is that 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 so was a thread. And, and if we can look back at the track record, you have had retractions on this show. Oh, on true. Similar true. topics. Well, so I'm just saying, yeah. get ready. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. Hey, I'm more than happy. Uh, can, what, can we let's get gears? into it? Yeah, mm-hmm. let's get into some uh, internet recon. Yeah. Okay, we'll no, come go back. Ahead. No, yeah. my favorite piece of, a, of one of these fake Facebook stories, just to sneak this in, it was some story about Starbucks refusing to serve Marines because it was blood money or something like that. Right. That, uh, but it, it wasn't a news article. It was someone had literally typed this story on a piece of paper, printed it out. Taken a picture of the piece of the paper, and then that picture put, was what got put it on Imgur. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, that's a that's. A I found this. No, <laughs> if they used a typewriter, that adds more credibility. Right, right. Oh, like, this man. was typed. Yeah. Okay. No, that was good. Uh, also, I would like to apologize again. I was late. I pulled a fill. I I'm, I feel really bad about this. No, it's okay. Time, time management is a yeah. I don't even know. Like, how? I don't how, know what it is. How do people keep up with all the other people in their life? It's just like there's always someone you're neglecting, or always something you're letting fall. It's 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 yeah. mind-boggling to have to juggle so much bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> just I got to, here exactly at eleven, but whatever. No, I. That's why I had. To, I know. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, that is that's how, that is vicious. No, but that's it's, it's true. a glowing weak point right <laughs> there, <laughs> and you. I can't even. Yeah, I, I submit. Yeah, uh-huh. but I mean, it's it's mate. It's uh, it, it happens. You know, right? Sometimes it's out of your control. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes it is because you managed time badly. But like, yeah, but okay. So it, it happens at work. It happens in my private life. It's like there's just not enough time. I don't know. Yeah. How to? Never enough time, how do, man. How do people do it? Should we just give up? <laughs> no, just stop making plans. That's what I say. Move quicker. Just never, stay home all the time. Never, <laughs> never tell a person a time. That's the thing. Is like, so hey, we're gonna do this at this time, and it'd be like, well, I'll be there between, like. 
Do a just wow. pull a Comcast cable and just be like, yeah, world. be like, be yeah. between the hours of twelve and five. Wow. Exactly. You, wow. And then show up at six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, that that's a good segue. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, what's what do you got for recon? Okay. All right. My first story uh, comes from the NY Daily News. Man banned from internet after Craigslist sex sex prank on neighbor. <laughs> so basically, this yep. this gentleman. Uh, created an ad for his female neighbor that she didn't quite know about. Uh, okay. Detailing her specific sca- skills yeah. and talents okay. in a particular role. Offering them for free or a, an amount of money. Right. So the judge banned him from going online for 30 months. Oh, wow. Yeah. Could you, ima- like, could you imagine like... The, like the fact that that's even a punishment now. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you have and now had your internet rights revoked, and it's a bad one. Serious? Like, it's a bad punishment. It's not like a. It's not a. Uh, you know, there's a certain class of criminal yeah. uh, that um, <laughs> that wouldn't care. Like, it's like, no, I murdered a guy. I don't. I don't. I'm. You know, I'm. I'm off the grid. Already. Yeah, I'm off the grid already. But for like, I think I feel like for some white collar stuff, like that is the worst hammer you could drop on them. Like, yeah. But how do they enforce it? Like, how do they make yeah, sure this guy doesn't get on the library internet? and going on the internet? I don't know. He needs to be wearing like a monitoring bracelet that has an EMP in it and just fries. <laughs> if he touches anything. Yeah, he goes in the library. He's like, yeah, okay. So this somebody <laughs> hands like him in, their like, iPhone. Like in high school when they punish everyone too, like part of the punishment <laughs> yeah. is everyone at Starbucks is mad at him. <laughs> hey, you know, yeah. he'll think twice <laughs> about anti-Wi-Fi. I, I don't know, man. Uh, to me, that... That's a great punishment, but like that's an incredibly dick thing to do to that yeah. other person. I've, that I feel I've, like there needs to be a, a material component to that. Like he sure. needs to also pay a ton of money to her. Right. And, dan- and yeah, that was very endangering. Yes. It, yeah. What if so, she was killed? Like, like no, yeah. I thought about doing that as like to a guy though. Uh, just you know, posting an ad and having yeah. everyone meet there at the same time. Um, but I, I didn't go through nah, it. Man. It was just yeah. like it was too hard of a repercussion. Right. It's like yes. here's my idea for how we punish this guy. We take the skills that he listed in the ad that he said she had, Whoa. and, and we force him, him to put it on his resume, and it has to be on his <laughs> resume for the rest of his life. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, you know that's not too bad. Although that might help in some jobs. Yeah, some, He's like maybe those aren't the jobs. This is what we were looking for. Part of the punishment. <laughs> All right. This one's also from NY Daily News. Prisons have recognized that providing inmates with cable television is a more economical method to keep them quiet and subdued than it would be to hire more guards. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> you live that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'm in prison, I'm like, but I can still watch Game of Thrones. I'm like, hey, this is, this is a sweet setup. I don't have to pay for right, this. Right. Yeah. You, you mean there's cooking competition <laughs> television? <laughs> hey, guys. Guys, I was thinking we would riot, but there's a how did how it's made marathon on, right. and I figure we'll just watch that instead. Right, right. Yeah, so I, I think that means we're all prisoners in our own yeah, home now. That, on the one hand... I think it's great because you know if you don't need guards, then like violence is probably down, yeah. which I you know don't don't want a whole lot of violence, right? Yeah. But at the same time, like I think that the prisons are a terrible way of rehabilitating people, right? And right. so then now this is just kind of in this is like the Brooks principle. Uh, is that I think that was yes. his name? And Brooks Brooks, in, Brooks was here in uh, yeah in in Shawshank like. You make it to where that's the place they want to be. Yeah. So then cer- certain criminals are like, at, like you've said, out of the street, like they don't get a meal, they don't have a place to sleep, and they certainly can't watch TV. 
go commit a crime, you get three square. Right. You get a bed. Yeah. You get cable. And you just have to deal with some occasional rape. Every now and then. <laughs> right. <laughs> or and then you can distract your, your would-be rapist with like, a, hey, check out this show. Would Come you on. rather just, yeah. <laughs> yeah we like, could watch this HBO. It's got all the yeah. rape in it already. Yeah. yeah, very, uh, yeah. very true. Um, or, you know, kick somebody's ass the first day, right? Yeah. That's the other That's thing. That's not an option to everyone. No, it's not an option to everyone. But I feel like... I feel like there's somebody in prison that you could. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure the up. lowest on the total pull that you can always go. Unless you're the absolute lowest, way. you can probably find somebody. <laughs> All right, but, okay, yeah. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, Pentagon rolls out DARPA plan to implant chips in soldiers' brains. Yeah, we all nice. Know. Yeah, we all knew about that. <laughs> it's about time. Uh, oh, I had another one. Where is it? Where is it? All uh, that. You know what's the thing is the oh, controversy is. about that. All it is though is that they want to be able to scan them with like a hand scanner when they walk by so that they know how many soldiers they have. So it's inventory. <laughs> That's all. No, it doesn't have any, I mean, con- it doesn't no. have any control Wouldn't properties, want, whatever. You would want super powerful brain soldiers. I mean, like you'd put a kill switch in there too. Like, so as as, <laughs> oh, independent thought. He's yeah, done, yeah. We're going to pull that one. But then also like, oh, maybe they can f- figure out advanced strategies. I guess. Or con- like control multiple quadcopters with their thoughts. Yeah, I guess. I still think it's just like... It's just inventory purposes. Okay. We store them in a warehouse. Because it reminds me of the shitty Robocop, and I just, I don't want to yeah. watch a bad movie. Okay. Yeah. The new Robocop? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is kind of like the new Robocop, yeah. huh? The shitty Robocop. <laughs> like, if I want, if I'm well, live in a movie, let me live in the good Robocop. Let's <laughs> not forget, like, Robocop 3. Well, I did not we, see Robocop. Uh, okay. 3, so well, I, I dodged that bullet. He yeah. flew, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, yeah. so if. It, the way I think it would probably go is like RoboCop and RoboCop Two and New RoboCop are probably on on the same level, and well, okay, roughly. Like in my mind, there's there's RoboCop, yeah, which is one of the greatest movies ever made. Correct. And then everything else is like not not playing on the same level. See, but it seems to me you're suggesting that if a, if it was not compared to RoboCop, Ro- the RoboCop Two, a new RoboCop wouldn't be such a bad movie. I, I think they're shitty even on their own. Uh, yeah, I don't think they're very good, but they're nothing compared to RoboCop Three. That's the thing; everything means something so until you realize how bad RoboCop Three yeah. is. To where it's like, oh no, this is sort of a masterpiece, <laughs> and it's not very good, but. It's still way better than RoboCop three. So like Jaws two is nowhere near as good as Jaws one, but it's but it's not, not Jaws four. Than, yeah, <laughs> Jaws the Revenge yeah. or whatever. Yes. Can yes. you guys come That's up with like a scientific measurement? You know how there's like degrees in Kelvin and Celsius and Fahrenheit. Yeah, yeah. Like what is the distance between one? How many RoboCops? Well, it would just be like RoboCop. So like a perfect movie would be one RoboCop. Yes. And then everything else is decimal points on that. Yes. Yes. If, but, yeah. Okay, but Rocky fully th- throws that whole like you can't measure that because it goes up and down and then uh, down and then up up. We're talking about Rocky down. the series or Rocky the movie? The movie. Okay. But the movies, yeah. yeah. So, so like Rocky won yeah, Oscar contender. The, the series. Yes. The Rocky series. I guess then yes, yeah. series of movies. Yes. So yeah, Rocky won Oscar t- contender. Awesome raw gritty film. Rocky two. Uh, it's okay. It's pretty good. It's you know they're Not, cashing in. Okay, yeah. Rocky three. It's kind of bad, and there's the sad part. But it's got Mr. T, so that kind okay. of like even yeah. It but plat- it's still not very good, right? And, and then, but then Rocky four is like the pinnacle of achievement in the you. series. Agree. 
Really? And, oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Are you and, kidding? And then every I mean, I haven't seen the Rocky movies. And then, dude, Rocky James, James Brown. Okay. I must break you. Ivan right. Drago. Yeah. But then everything, like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Then, then it drops off like at an exponential There's rate. There's ten Rocky movies somewhere. Uh, no, there no. are a couple of them are on paper. Rocky Balboa what? was what number? What seven? Six? Seven. Seven. Okay. And then there's a spinoff coming soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. So that. I'm just, I'm just saying, like that series kind of it would be very difficult to quantify right. that measurement in RoboCops. Right. I think it. Rocky Four is like is point nine RoboCops. Oh, okay. So you can go under one Robo like yeah, under yes. if you get to the un- only movie that is RoboCop is RoboCop. Like I, a I, single I, I RoboCop. Think are, I think there are a couple others that are one RoboCop. Probably. Uh, Back to the Future is worth one RoboCop. Probably. I would say. Uh but there are instances too where I think the like yeah, like some movies you're right are are better than the first. Like I think that that in oh, terms, you're thinking of this only relating to the first movie in the series. No, no, no. What I, I'm but, saying is, all movies are related to RoboCop. Right, right. Oh. But what I'm saying is that some it doesn't always follow. Like RoboCop is the first one, and that's, that's the best. True. And usually, the first one is the best. Yeah, that's kind of I think a, a property we can kind of just say. Sure. But sometimes that is subverted, like in the example of Terminator. I think Terminator yeah. Two oh. is a much better is so a better Terminator movie than Two Term- is like I think point ter- seven five. RoboCop. I think Terminator over, 2 yeah. is close to one RoboCop. I think that Terminator, the first one, is like 80, like a point eight zero yeah. RoboCop. Because okay. I think the first Terminator is right. a really good All movie. Right. But yeah. I think Terminator 2 is much better in a lot of ways. Yeah, I agree with that. And then like Terminator 3 is like point zero 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 five RoboCops. You're right. No, you're totally... Okay, all right. Zero, zero, so, five. Okay, all right. <laughs> Final application of the measurement system we just created. Yeah. Yes. What is the RoboCop measurement from Matrix 1 to 2 and 3? Uh, the first Matrix is like a 0.75, right. maybe. Yeah. Okay. RoboCop. And then the other ones failed to qualify. Sorry. <laughs> there's right, no number. I don't, yeah. I don't hate the, the Matrix. There, there, really? there is an absolute uh, RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where you just can't go past. Yeah. It's just that's the wall. <laughs> Like, I <laughs> like I think that Commando is a RoboCop, one RoboCop. That's the '80s one, right? Yeah, I always mix that up with one other one he did in the '90s, which I can't remember the name of at the moment. Commando, John Matrix, Commando. John Matrix is a better Matrix movie than The Matrix. How about that? From Commando, which one? Arnold Schwarzenegger's Commando, <laughs> where he's named Matrix, oh. is better than the movie called The Matrix. I'll hear that. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, uh, yeah. The Matrix, to me, I, I don't know. I have, I have fallen hard off The Matrix uh, when, when I thought about it and realized that everything about that movie is completely stupid. Like, nothing makes any sense. Yeah. The, I think, the, my thing with The Matrix is I think the sequels are a lot closer to the first one than people are willing to admit. Really? I don't think they're good movies. I right. think they're definitely worse than the first one, but I think it's, I don't think the gap is as huge. I think you're think correct. I think what you're saying is that the sec- the Matrix sequels are them fully being able to realize their yeah. vision. Yeah. Which I think is absolutely true, and that's why I think that the first Matrix was good by mistake. They accidentally succeeded. They fucked it up. Because they, they, couldn't, they couldn't do as yeah. much as they wanted, and the technology wasn't there for them to get as crazy as they wanted. Yes. But I absolutely agree with you that Reloaded and Revolutions are probably like, oh, no, this is what we really wanted to make yeah. the first time around. It's just like George Lucas says, how we always wanted to do, go crazy with CGI. Right. So I, I can agree with that. Yeah. I just, like, you know, I, I'd heard that originally there's a rumor going around that 
um, like when they were originally doing the the Matrix, uh, the idea it was that the the machines were putting people in those pods to harness their brain processing power mm. to help keep all of their the machine infrastructure alive because they basically needed that computers. makes so much that sense. That makes more sense than the human battery. <laughs> yes, because yeah. the battery thing straight up doesn't work. You can't yeah. get more energy out of a human body than what's required to put but into it. processing power, it has more than any you could put yes. into any like crude and metallic And it would chip. be worth the energy cost. Yeah. It would probably be a pretty efficient computer Wow! in terms of it. And Dude, then our brains, some, oh. some executive said, that doesn't make any sense. Nobody will understand this. This but is 1998. Some executive said, I'm dumb. Yes. <laughs> I understand what a battery and, is. <laughs> so yeah. make it a yeah. Some executive yeah. said the thing that, yeah. you but, know, all, exe- like, yeah, basically all executives do. adding more RAM to the hive mind. No, we, <laughs> right. can't, we can't comprehend <laughs> right. that. Right. This was 98, <laughs> and people were like, the internet's a thing, right? <laughs> right, It's... Yeah. It's got to be something with the phone line. Yeah, no, so. I was going to say, it, it makes a weird noise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I can kind of understand. Why all right. Know. Okay, all right. Have you ever seen the, the Twitter account that's just all, it's just network notes? All the tweets are, are real network notes that were given to various shows and movies over the years? Oh, no. It's fantastic. I, oh, I bet you. It. Man. I, I might look at that. That is. mid-show plug. For <laughs> It's probably going to be kind of just depressing. (laughs) All right, so this one's going to transition into some uh, food-related items. All right, Uh, people.com states, there is a disease called auto-brewery syndrome in which a person's body makes alcohol in response to consuming carbohydrates like bread leading to intoxication. What? What? Yeah. People have... You make your own beer. You're in in your your body beer. In your tummy. (laughs) And then it makes you drunk? <laughs> and then uh, you get drunk off it because it probably gets absorbed, right? Uh, uh, well, yeah, it d- no, it says it does lead to intoxication. Uh, a line later in that story says, as fun as being your own brewery sounds, it's actually a disabling condition. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> it, <laughs> it turns out that it's great to be able to get drunk when you choose to, right? but yeah. not when you yeah. don't want yeah, to. Not Unless when you're just like a hardcore alcoholic who's like, you can't stop me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just sitting there eating <laughs> white go to, bread. Go, go to AA yeah, and yeah. just be like, I'm going to eat these free donuts, yeah. guys. Bag of Wonder Bread. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm good. I haven't had a drink in years. Yeah, right. Just, just some sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, cool. That's yeah. that's what you got? That's what I got uh, for now. So um, I've got a feel-good story of the year that'll make you just happy to be alive. Uh, there's a young boy, four-month-year-old infant, who was admitted to the hospital because his head was growing faster than normal. Oh, no. I think I read about that. Weird. I'm did so you? grossed out. Um, they uh, did some MRI scans and showed that he had a tumor in his brain, which is a real bummer. Um, but they also noticed that the tumor had very strange structures kind of growing on the right. Turns out this tumor was growing teeth. But like full grown, full grown adult, adult teeth. like molars what? in the tumor is this a in his brain. Story that you read and thought was a news story. Nope, <laughs> no, I, re- is, I read uh, it as well. It was yeah. Like, I have a picture is, of the this, surgery. This a, is this a David Lynch movie? That, like, <laughs> yeah. He, he no, this is a Cronenberg joint, right? Yeah, like this is, is this is Videodrome two. Is this, did H. P. Lovecraft ever <laughs> die? And this is this is what his modern stories uh, look like. No, this uh, is so truly like uh, like capturing a mutation. Like something like this could have only happened at the DNA level. Terrifying and monstrous. It's a weird type of brain tumor too that uh, that gets really big, 
but it's a doesn't weird type spread. Of that has teeth. Yeah, Josh. and then it has teeth. <laughs> not... So they're like, we got to go in there and get this thing out, and then it's like biting at him and stuff. Uh, boy is doing well. Tumor uh, has destroyed his uh, capacity to release certain hormones. I guess so. He'll have to kind of take hormones forever. But they got a tumor with teeth out of his head. So that's good. Right. Right. They should. What they should have done though should take that thing out but put it in a, an environment where it could keep growing because let's see what happens. That is very right. interesting. Just turns into another little boy. Fucking it's like, I was eventually going to burst out. <laughs> Dr. Moreau over here. <laughs> another one. Uh, and then finally, before we move on to some uh, good old food um, news, we had previously talked about a, uh, a story on here about how um, the kind of the trend in humans today to uh, groom like pubic hair has destroyed like pubic lice. Yeah. It's basically taken away their home. They're having a, a, a end of the world scenario. Like their entire environment is being destroyed and they're all kind of being wiped out. That's that's a movie. That <laughs> <laughs> is that a DreamWorks wow. like yeah. animated? Yeah. yeah, that's the Ants sequel. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, if if things are going bad for one type of lice it's always good to hear that things are going really well for another type of ice. Oh, no. There is a huge infestion no. of, of hair lice okay. breaking out. Okay. Right? I, I, was, lice. I was really worried you were going to say beard lice. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, I think that, I think that beard, ha- head lice, lice could probably be fine. Oh, that is a no. concern. And people are trying to figure out, like, why, why is head lice, like, exploding? And they think they figured it out. Selfies. No. How? How? Where's How? the link? Where's the link? Take a pic. Take I a look. You're at- gonna say the pubic lice were adapting. No. Take a look. <laughs> or there's some new kind of weird head sex two, that I don't know about. Two or three girls taking a selfie at a place. What do oh, they do? They do put their heads together. They all put their heads together. Mm. Oh man. Selfies. Huh. Infestation S- of lice. Skanks. <laughs> They're loving it. They're going like, man, people are putting their heads together more than ever before. <laughs> I don't like that. Jump on it. I don't like, yeah. Put like Putting people's heads together is either the most intimate of, of actions or the most brutal. Like it's either, it's either like a headbutt or a snuggle. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like there's no in between. There's no like casual, we're going to touch heads here. That's, that's, super, just not... that's super true. Holy crap. That's intense. Um... So yeah, that is uh, that's uh, the internet recon. Let's move on to some food gauntlet. Yeah, food gauntlet. Food. That's the story of the day, and the top story of the day is USDA is reporting we are wasting 141 trillion calories of food every year. Hmm. Trillion? Did you say? Trillion. Trillion calories. Is that well, America but or is that the world? I think that is the well. It's the USDA, so it's it's uh, America, Cal- United calories. States calories. Hmm. Uh, about twelve hundred calories per person per day. That's enough for a person to live off. <laughs> like, <laughs> and wasting by what means? Where like we throw away extra okay. food, okay. basically. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I have never finished all the fries in anything that I've ever eaten because sure. I don't want to eat that many fries. Right. Uh, you know, when you look at your, I mean, certain places you go to, yeah, you'll clean the whole plate, right? 
It's yeah. it's a good meal or whatever. But a lot of times it's like, well, I didn't eat all the side item. I didn't. No, and, and I think that points out like that illuminates like the core of the issue here is is calories the correct thing to be measuring because it's like, yeah, these fries are like wasted calories. You know, they'd be useless for me. Like, right. why isn't it like some other measure of nutrients or like just calories? Like empty calories, you could eat fucking anything and it would be calories you could go just eat a big stick of like vegetable shortening and that's probably the densest amount of calories possible right so i like why isn't it like i don't know i just think it's weird that that's how it's how it's quantified i think it's because it's the easiest way to quantify uh an entirely disparate group of foods across the board okay right all right because i mean when we talk about how much food america wastes we're talking about Every type of food there is. Yeah, you can't say right? we've wasted twelve trillion years of food because, like, no, that only works for corn. We right. Use that one. Right. Okay. Or, or even pounds. Yeah. Pounds again doesn't tell you really. I mean, you could have really dense foods. You could have really light foods. It's not telling you really how much. And I guess when you talk about food, what is the most important thing about food in terms of its usefulness? Is probably its caloric content because that's what you actually need. I guess you need calories to live. Yeah. But no, right. okay, okay, yeah. So, uh, so what? But there's just, what's yeah. the valuable part of food that we're throwing out? The other thing would be how much. Mo- I guess they they could find some sort of monetary yeah. value on yeah, it. Yeah, how much money are we wasting? Which I think would probably be a t- an even higher terrifying I guess number. I'm just in a place where I'm super sketched out about like good calories versus bad calories. No, do, right. okay, wait. Yeah, do, but if you're like a starving, you're right, yeah, no, you're right. May not you're care. Right. You're right. Do do you have that uh, that one story about the uh, the sandwiches? Plastic sandwiches? Do you have no. that one coming up? Plastic no. sandwiches? The Subway Plastic? situation? No. Oh, the yoga mat sandwiches. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Yoga oh, mat sandwiches. I had heard something about this. Okay, so basically... This is the second time I've heard about this chemical. There was some other thing where it was like McDonald's fries had that same thing. Right. There's ago. a particular preservative that they, they use, use to like... They use yoga mats, to, right? But also they use that same chemical to make the Subway sandwich bread. Okay, right. Like, like yeah. hold together and, so that and it's yeah so I'm that it can s- I'm in favor sit there forever well has anybody ate a yoga mat no what this if it's is, great this is wow. this is technology triumphing over nature <laughs> like, this is a good thing this yeah. is mankind showing well, its dominion over the earth um, and I'm all for it I I read something really interesting about uh, aspartame uh, yes tell me yeah I was reading That's it and it was I a am. it was a a high uh, kind of um, High-profile medical doctor, okay. food scientist, all right. who was like, I've been working in this industry for years and years. I've also got all these PhDs and everything. And he's like, what we talk about when we talk about aspartame is a lot of times ridiculous. Like the the studies that come out that are showing things are usually like they they're not wrong, but like he breaks down basically. So he was an apologist. No, what he was saying is that uh one there is this weird thing about like we talk about chemicals sure. like well we don't want to eat so many chemicals when he's like break down any organic food and i can tell you the chemicals that it's made out of yeah. sure like everything is chemicals yeah. right like everything. that doesn't mean that uh, there are chemicals that are really bad for you like don't eat a bunch of arsenic yes yeah. but like there are chemicals that are not bad for you but they are chemicals. Like they have a name that's super long and they have some sort of crazy chemical makeup. That so just it by nature of it being a chemical doesn't necessarily mean anything. And organic food in and of itself isn't like you there is plenty of things that are naturally grown so that are, are really bad for so you. Where are you go are you saying that aspartame is cool? No, you're, you're, what what I'm saying is that he then broke aspartame down into its 
three base chemicals that it is. Okay. And um, and then he explained like what these things do, why aspartame is even useful, uh, like what what it is compared to like sugar, and the fact that like it is uh, it is a hundred and sixty eight times sweeter than sugar, so you use a lot less of it to achieve like the same level of sweetness. Yeah. So they can actually put way less of it. And then he breaks down about why the FDA says that aspartame is okay when. You look at some of this stuff and say, like, they do studies and they say, yeah, this this is actually a really bad chemical. Okay. Uh, like, if you take a bunch of this, like, sometimes there's it'll straight up kill you. Over time, yes. Yeah. It is a neurotoxin. So, so he's like, why would the FDA approve this? Like, how does this work? Right. And he explained that when you talk about how many, uh, how much you're actually taking, it's in quantities that are usually so low that they say, well... It's negligible. You can't, and it doesn't, like, people are like, well, you've been taking it forever, but that's not how your body works. You don't accumulate, you swallow gum forever. You don't just have gum hanging out in your stomach. That's, like, a, that's a weird link. I, like, I'm, I'm kind of, no, like, I don't know where we're going here. You eventually <laughs> get, like, if you drink a, a soda every day yeah. at the end of 10 years, you don't, you don't have, have the accumulated worth, worth 10 years worth of chemicals no, in No, not the absolute total, but you, you do have, almost don't have anything. So you're saying it has no It has bite. very little effect uh, when taken need, in moderation. Okay, I'm going to take you very seriously with this claim, and I need cited sources. So I'll after, send you the link. Uh, yeah, no, after the show, but here's I the won't pro- investigate. Here's the problem. Here's the pro- here's the issue with the rhetoric. Okay. Right. Can I suggest a real quick a title for this episode? What? That's aspartame. Then. <laughs> um. The the issue with the rhetoric is the idea of this is harmful in a quantity because you can die from drinking too much water. Okay. So is water a dangerous chemical <clears throat> because you can die from taking too much of it? So what uh, what level do you qual- do, will you say well this is a bad thing to have if there is a quantity of it that you can take that doesn't have any effect on you there's a quantity you can take that has a a negative effect on you and there's a quantity that kills you because water <coughs> is the exact same thing I don't, if you take too much of it you will kill you it will kill you no, people I, have I died mean, I think this is a vast oversimplification because you're saying you where there's like there's not one populace like uh, us sitting at this table if we were all to eat equal amounts of cheese it's going to hit us very like our body chemistries are going to react very differently like I'm going to have a very violent reaction whereas you guys might be not, able to handle it not so that different like uh, maybe uh, there is a sc- there's the a difference scale between but there isn't somebody who's like oh yeah if i eat uh, a piece of cheese I will, I will die it will kill me and then this other person's like i could eat 50 pounds of cheese and it won't even affect my body at all like there is a there's a range where it's like yeah there's some people that don't process cheese properly and sure. that's a deficiency but that's not doesn't mean then cheese is bad that means their body doesn't work. Like lactose intolerance doesn't make. I, yeah, I mean, peanuts aren't killer to everyone, right? Correct. But peanuts are deadly to some people. But I mean, and then the other thing is the, that one is, of the key chemicals I, I mean, that aspirin. See, but here's the problem that you don't like. I, I like, don't. Yeah, I don't. You don't like it if science comes and says something that you think. Like you believe is no, no, wrong? No, 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 I'm I'm not trying to. Re- I haven't like really even tried to refute this yet because it's just an amorphous claim of science. There are studies like I need to know. Was it Duke University? Was it conducted in 1998? Like, like if we are truly going to have this conversation, I want to get but down to like the reality and and studies of how something affects something. Sure, but when you talk about like we don't need to do a study when we talk about. Uh, the chemical of like nitrogen because we sure. already know what it does. 
Okay. It's already been proven. And like one of the chemicals that is in aspartame, one of the key three chemicals of aspartame right. is found in all wine, beer, and alcohol, which people have been drinking for how many years? Thousands? Thousands of years? Yes. No, it just and that I, and I that chemical has never negatively affected humankind since then. Okay. So why would it suddenly be like do you think that we drink more soda than the Romans drank wine? Uh I mean I don't I can't even I mean I can't el- e- no I can't even address that question because it's it's so beyond my mind. Like yeah. the, no the, the <laughs> chemical process needed to create soda is so far advanced beyond what naturally happens when you make wine? No, it's not. No, it's not. Can, no, it's not. Do you know how do you know how wine is made? You know the chemical. You know what amazing things yeah. are happening right. inside, Sh- like fermentation yeah. and stuff like that. Right. So, how do you create soda out of fermentation? You don't. No, they're made differently, but they are just chemical compounds put together. Like it's just Legos. Like you're basically saying, like, I well, this thing is molecules. made. Yes. This thing is made by Legos. Nature makes them, yes. and therefore it is better right. than this thing that yes. we made. Okay, but that's right. not true. You're saying there's a they're green Lego in no, no, wine and a green Lego in soda. And yeah, it's, it's the same green Lego. Okay, so you're saying you soda. Okay, here's here's where I will draw my line rhetorically. Yes, it is better the wine because it is a natural process that our bodies have and adapted that to is over a thousands. Fa- and that of years. is a false statement of How? that. It's natural makes it better because there are berries that are natural, and if you eat them, you That's, will die. No, 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 no. Like that no, doesn't no, wait, mean just wait, anything. Wait. Let let me get okay. So Whoa. the the natural <laughs> poop is natural. It comes from the earth. <laughs> then okay, but your body, it, the DNA in your body uh-huh. has been adapted and evolved over the last thousands and thousands of years of your ancestors of what they were eating. The human body is used to those chemicals. Now, all of a sudden, in the last like 50 to 60 years, we're introducing all these other chemicals, and we aren't quite sure but what, what the long term. People that first started drinking that's also beer. Not exactly true because yeah. our bodies still haven't fully really adapted to drinking mil- cow's milk. And Correct. Human milk. Bingo. Yes, right. but that's natural. That, that, no, but no, but that helps prove my point that there are some chemicals that the human body is not adapted to take in. Yeah, How do you adapt? And just to because take them. just because you can survive it doesn't mean that it's not. It, it, it's not optimal. Yeah, but you're saying the process of finding those chemicals are the natural ones are the ones we can take and the unnatural ones, no, ones we can't. But no, I'm, I'm just saying we shouldn't trust the people that foisted aspartame upon us. They are going to have an army of scientists. <laughs> uh, but but, but <laughs> you're, you're saying that? Yes. What, where is your proof that that is even something to believe? Where are you saying the people who foisted us on it, when a scientist is saying, well, wait a second, I can tell you what it's actually made out of. I can tell you where you can find these chemicals in other things that okay. you eat. You already get most of the chemicals from aspartame in every other things that you eat. This is where ignorance comes in, where people just hear, hey, did you know that vaccinations are a bunch of chemicals that you pump into you? Like, that's crazy. This that's is, probably terrible for this you. This is fascinating. But... But the idea is like, well, wait, do you actually know, one, the names of the chemicals? Do you know, then, two, what they actually do to a human body? And then three, most important out of all things, do you know the actual amount of that chemical that is in the both the portion that you would drink and then how like over maybe a year how much that actually is? Okay. Everything you just said is totally valid. But right. I'm going to add on top of that. Who paid the scientists that are breaking it out to make it okay for people to <laughs> then, ingest Then don't these. believe anything yeah. that no, no, anyone no. ever I, says about anything. I think it comes anything. down to 
we need to match our scientists up against each other. <laughs> my, I, I Science think, fight. Yes. Yeah. I think my scientists are going to kick your scientists' Again, ass. When it, it, if, if, let me ask you, is there a yes. difference between uh, a, uh, a company, a corporation, a soulless monstrous group of, of you know, a faceless entity that pays a scientist to to say, you know, to put out, to research basically something. Right. And then a scientist who is not, I guess, paid by anyone or paid by the government. I don't know who you'd be happy with them paying, but if they come out and they basically say something like oxygen is needed for human you know humans to breathe or or some basic level of chemical like baking soda and vinegar cause this reaction okay do you not believe the one just because it was paid for by somebody else even though the scientist was like yeah they paid me but i i'm doing the math and proving the work right here like regardless of where the money came from i put two and two together and here is four i can show you why two and two or this many and this many is this many who cares that they were like? Does the money really matter when they provide you the work necessary? No, I, and then, and then another group comes in, and that's why peer-reviewed science is important. Like you, you can rail against, and absolutely, corporations have a reason for paying for research to be done. Sure, absolutely, right? Like corporations are monsters. Like I agree with you on that. Right. But if a scientist says, "Yeah, they paid me to do it. Here's my findings," another scientist looked at it who was not paid by that group and said, "Okay, I've reviewed that." And then another group reviewed that, and it, they mean, all I, came to the I, same conclusion. I understand the premise does that it, you're describing. Does it it's not like... matter? Does it still matter who paid for it? No, honestly, I I can't even step to your amount of passion on this subject right now. But I, but what this does is it motivates me to put together <laughs> a very clear and methodical refutation to your your position that aspartame is something that's healthy for the human I, body. And I am not saying that, and neither was he. Okay. I'm not saying aspartame is healthy. Okay. I'm not saying that aspartame is even... I'm not going to say aspartame is good for you. Okay. Because I don't think it's needed. You know, a, a, people survived for years without it. For right. centuries. Right. Millennia. Okay. What I am saying, though, is that when people talk about because I have heard nothing but bad things about aspartame. Right. When people talk about it, they are usually people who don't know what, one, what it is, like can tell you what actually aspartame is, and two, they don't actually know what the dangerous amounts are and how much they're getting. So they can say like, yeah, this chemical is really bad. And it's like, yeah, that chemical is bad. But you know what else is bad? Mercury. But people eat a certain amount of mercury in fish, and that apparently is okay as long as you don't overdo it. Okay. Now, if you don't overdo it, most things are fine unless they're, like, you know, terribly fatal. Yeah. But if you are going to say that because levels of this chemical can be dangerous to your health, that's bad, then you have to apply that to everything else that can be bad. Hmm. Right? I mean, why would you not? Uh, I mean, because, what would be the because, reasoning because for that like, particular chemical is so easily avoided? It's because it's so pointless. Uh, that's not that is for you to decide for yourself, but you could never decide that for someone else. Okay, because what if I it could, isn't? I could I could try to persuade them, and that's why I'm saying like I think like I do know that like you're you're listing the chemicals that are in it. It does break down to other chemicals like once it's been exposed to heat and, and other chemical reactions. So sure. I think what I need, what this really pinpoints in me is I need better details. Okay. I, I have a particular position that I would like to persuade you folks on. Right. And I don't have the facts to bring to bear right now. So, But 
the one thing that you could never ever like i mean you can't prove uh-huh. b- because science isn't on your side for this sure is the fact that if you were to drink a diet coke once a day for six months that there would be no ill effects that is an interesting i i think for some people there might be and other people it would be totally but for harmless. some people that it might be it would be like a peanut allergy situation where your body is deficient in a way and like are you gonna say then that people because people can be allergic to peanuts that peanuts should be eaten by anybody oh, are you gonna go no. as far no I, of okay course not. so then taking out the people who may have but, a but bad then again, reaction but then again Peanuts were not created in a lab. Peanuts were created... And there's no distinct... There's no difference between those things. (laughs) How is there no difference? Because things that are created in a lab are built with chemicals, and peanuts are built with chemicals. They're just built in different places. This is a fascinating perspective. This is like... 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 I kind of put it on the same level as like, for whatever reason, people think that diamonds that are created in a laboratory by scientists okay. are not as valuable. Do you know why? Uh, why I, is a diamond, a fake diamond, right. not as valuable as a real diamond? Because uh, it's not as beautiful. Really? It, 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 wasn't, put, oh, it wasn't put there by our creator. So, no, be serious. I'm, I am. So, <laughs> because, because real diamonds are filled with flaws. Okay. And, and a fake diamond can be structurally carbon structurally right perfect yes they can design it to be exactly what it should be okay why is a fake diamond not as valuable as a real diamond because diamonds like humans it's the flaws that make them beautiful <laughs> no it is <laughs> because <laughs> no no what has happened to us when matt motherfucking benson is the voice of reason no even when he's speaking as but there is the fucking body there Ventura. is an, there's an answer because nobody wants a th- that it would only be true if people were out there going yeah give me the most flawed diamond you have but instead when you go buy a diamond they will upsell you on the ones that have the least amount of occlusions so they're looking for the most valuable diamond they pull out of the ground is the one that is p- perfect, but it was perfect naturally. So then why is it like, well, we could just we could make one. Like, we could actually put it together, exactly the same carbon structure, but we made it so that there were no flaws. The reason why is because De Beers pays millions of dollars in marketing to make people think that, and uh, because they spend tons of money hiring little children to yeah. dig diamonds out of the ground everyone now, knows it's the blood of african it's, children it's the it. blood that <laughs> makes it <laughs> worth it or it's the blood that actually makes diamonds monstrous and terrible and there's no reason why we should value them over ones that were created by man in a lab to be perfect if we can genetically engineer some sort of food that just is the perfect composition of the things we need Let's and get rid of the things that meat that's what i say yeah which okay Guys, I, no. What if? Okay, let let's let's take the same dynamic that we're that's kind of buttonheads here. Look at it from a third party perspective. What if we're just different species? And I'm all like, yeah, nature. It's what's good and healthy what, for you us. You and Josh. Yeah, me and Josh. <laughs> like we're just two two different. Like like the the human species just kind of split <laughs> off like a tree branch. And he's like, dude. And he's fully embracing like the chemicals in the future. And he's gonna be living on the space station. And I'm gonna be here holding on Earth while it burns. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And it's just like neither one of us is right or 
you're wrong. No, I think Josh is right in that in your own scenario <laughs> because he's on a cool ass spaceship <laughs> and you're on a burning, a burning planet. planet. So yeah, I, I'd be okay with. I, I will go down I with the ship. Listen, I don't think that stuff that grows naturally is the inherently deficient. I think that it is a a triumph of the human scientist to be able to start. We're just getting to the point where we can start being like nature. Where we can create in the same way that yeah, nature has absolutely. already created. And play God. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna. Yeah. yeah, no, thank you. Making and, my point is, when we do that, we usually create abominations first. Work right. it out on the first couple of generations. But go sideways on us. Go, go look at certain parts of nature. Look at uh, um, cordyceps that infect a ant's brain and the grow last of us out. Works. Yes, like. There's some, nature is a monster in a lot of ways, <laughs> but that's because nature like kind of doesn't care, hmm. right? So let's get like nature, not be- care. There's some beautiful parts too, man. There's, there's some like there's phenomenally beautiful parts. Create. Yeah, wow. nature yeah. didn't create community. I, no, that's hey, a like, human I, endeavor. This is no, this is like come in on the space station. I'm here on Earth. Well, that's All right. why you guys have a very different perspective than I do. That's why I want to talk to you guys about lab-grown meat that they oh, make God. from the cells right. of Is celebrities. No. Whoa! 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 It was that previous rant just to like soften Artisanal me up with body blows? Salami. So, no, I'm 100% an, interested. A lo- yeah. An alleged startup claims that it wants to sell artisanal salami made from celebrity tissue samples. Oh my god! So wait, that t- this no would be human meat. This labs. would be cloned human meat. This, this is, would be meat that they make from cells, but I, it wouldn't necessarily be human. No, meat they would probably put like like who who's the celebrity? Who do you want to eat? Who Kanye? West. Kanye <laughs> they're gonna take Kanye West skin cells, inject it into a sheep embryo, and then it's gonna become the Kanye sheep, and then they're gonna turn I that into meat. I am on board. <laughs> Wow. So we've been they've been talking about like uh I'm so, uh, lab I'm grown so defeated meat. right now. Like. <laughs> they've been talking about lab grown meat for a long time because it solves a problem we have in that we don't have enough meat to feed the planet. Yeah. But then when they start getting, hey, if we can if we can actually avoid the animal cruelty parts of it and if we could just grow it, uh then you know, that's one thing. Now Nobody knows if this is a fake company <laughs> or not. <laughs> they are is... they purport that they are real. I don't believe it. This is but, I feel like this is this is true blood for cannibals. Basically. Right. This right. Is that right. They basically would take uh um I think this is kind of a hoax, but they they're saying like, "Hey, now the idea of lab growing meat is definitely something that scientists have been playing around with. That's a possibility. Oh, I yeah. think in the next they've, they've done it. 5 years they we're probably going to be yeah. seeing more and more of it. Now, taking celebrity tissue samples it's definitely possible <laughs> whether anybody would agree to it or not but that's really what we're talking about we're here is right now if i ever become a celebrity i will volunteer my <laughs> tissues to have a meat made so that my fans can wow. consume it uh and that uh, just of course leads to you know the next issues where people are going to start having different relationships with their food oh no right is that right? how they're getting the... D- uh, so, um... <laughs> so, uh... This is a family show. A, a man claims hey, that chemicals. he uh, was terribly burned when having sexual relations with his pizza. Uh, I heard to he's trying to Domino's. bring suits. Yes. He's trying to sue. He, uh, he, I think he tweeted uh, Domino's Pizza. Hello, I've just made love to one of your pizzas and burnt my penis severely. Wow. Uh, please advise on so your excited. terms for a refund. <laughs> you get so excited, but you don't you forget you have to wait for it to cool down. Yeah, man. You, you gotta. Uh, 
Domino's then tweeted, our apologies. We will look for a way to notify customers in the future. Thanks for bringing this to our attention. Do not fuck your pizza. It, while it's hot, at least. Yeah, right? yeah, you gotta let that shit cool. Yeah. Open, open, like, open up the box, kind of, kind of, just let it, let it air breathe. A couple minutes. I'm curious as to how did he, did he sort of wrap it into a cylinder like for me? Yeah, I, I was gonna, I was, or, or is it, is he trying to go between the cheese and the crust? Right, I don't, or just like straight down the middle, like American uh, you know, pie style. Yeah, uh, it feels like you are pie, gonna. You would need like a deep dish pizza. Right, you are gonna need style. to make some sort or, of cavity. Yeah, not necessarily. Right? We don't know what kind of this. You know. Oh, you're saying it just be that small? <laughs> yeah, this guy. I don't know this guy. <laughs> He's, He's got like, problems. I got clearly. the stuffed crust version just so I could cut it. Wow. on the side and that's horrific i'm never uh, gonna eat pizza the same <laughs> way again <laughs> sorry no uh I, another man is angry at mcdonald's He's suing mcdonald's for one and a half million for what why why uh, is he suing mcdonald's for one and a half million diarrhea and this actually may be just a guy saying that he's going to do this because mcdonald's has said (laughs) mcdonald's is saying that they haven't they haven't actually heard this as a lawsuit yet so this guy might just be saying hey i'm gonna sue you guys for this uh no he's suing because uh he asked for um more napkins when they only gave him one napkin and they gave him one napkin and he asked for more napkins then he said he was treated poorly so a hundred or 1.5 million. Bucks. I back this 100%. <laughs> I can, no, can can yeah. we go class action because <laughs> I, I want in. I'm back. I'll back giving him like a, a repaying for his meal. I'm not going to I don't think he is I think 1.5 that million. I think that McDonald's should deliver to his house like a ton uh, like a literal metric ton of napkins just oh, be like that would be way cheaper all yeah. yeah yeah i'll bet you it'd be super cheap and it'd just be like now you have more yeah. napkins like they should fill his house with napkins right yeah. and he'd just be like you have more napkins than you could ever want that's a really good idea right or he could probably like don't they have like the napkin like little boxes that you can just yeah, take but if he's going through the drive-thru he doesn't oh get out of the car. right okay yeah, and how they always ask you how many ketchups you want. When did that start? Yeah, I don't care for that one bit. <laughs> uh, and then finally, guys, uh, it's, a, it's a sad day. Uh, the yeah. national uh, industry that, I guess it's National Industry Group uh, for milk, milk processor education program, dropping the 29-year-old tagline, got milk. Not going to wow. use it anymore. Now, this is what's weird. Uh, I didn't know this. Uh, got milk was actually created first by the California Milk Processing Board in 1993. Okay. They so they made it uh it was just a California thing. Okay. Only California and then they licensed it in 95 to the National Milk oh, Group. That's so right. then it went right. national. So it was there's two different groups here. California still owns it or the California Milk Processing Board still owns Got Milk and apparently will still use it. Okay. But like national they're going to go away from what Got are they Milk. I replace it. I don't with? know. You know, not not milk. Some it does milk. a body good. <laughs> uh, pl- please drink milk, oh God, please, because like milk sales, I think have gone really low. Right, uh, unnatural white liquid in your <laughs> so the uh, other yeah. white liquids. Uh, uh, Family show. 
No, if you got a family listening to this show, you've already you've already messed up. Like you should sell those kids. No, it's always it's always better. inferred. It's never directly explicitly stated. No, we said the dude was fucking a piece. We said that. That's pretty true. Directly. But he was. That was part of the story. That so. was fact. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, factually factual. accurate. We could have said making we, love. Yeah, there, it could have gone a lot. He yeah. was not making love to that piece. Yeah, so let's. Can we be honest here? <laughs> can we be real honest? No, definitely not Domino's. Like had he got like a numero uno yeah, pizza yeah, you, 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 or, or brought <laughs> brought home like a, a something nice and like, classy. yeah like bj's brewery pizza right, yeah. maybe pizza port from san diego yeah you know yeah and that's uh been the food gauntlet thanks uh we've got a, a short amount of time here with uh with mr benson he's yeah, he's got to go do other podcasts yeah what are you yeah. doing over there what's but the, uh popsicles is happening so are you are you in the same room as brendo for that nope Ah, everybody's just remote yeah okay so uh is this is popsicles just become like everybody's gonna bag on you show uh i fight back (laughs) no but (laughs) you do that's a good place to be man that's you do but i feel like there's been a lot of just uh Man, it just feels like it's uh, it's bag on Benson and, and I'm I, secure enough to take it. I, yeah, I was I gonna know. say like he <laughs> seems unscathed. <laughs> yeah. as I that's the true that's the true mark of yeah. of you know a confident person. Now, like, do you go turtle defense or like just hunker down in your shell, wait for it to stop, and then come back out? No, I'll go. Your... I'll go back after Derek. Okay. Usually. Yeah. Yeah. Do you all? Do you ever call him D Rock? No. He hates that. I'm not gonna go that. He I'm hates not, it. No, no, but, but that's monster. in your back pocket. Yeah. Like he hates that so need much. To go nuclear. Right now, wait, that was like the nickname he had. Yeah, but back he, at the Smog Castle. Not, no, he, obviously a nickname he wanted. No, no, no. It was no. that it was. Yeah, it was not. Cool. It was foisted it was, upon him. Cor- yes, correct. <laughs> As most bad nicknames are, right? <laughs> yeah. Anytime you have no a nickname one sh- yeah. people don't like, yeah. it wasn't. No one wasn't your idea. but before you go, can you tell me a little bit about? The WWE Network. Oh yes, which has launched. It has I, launched. I heard rumors about this. That I don't. I guess. I'm I'm no wrestling man. Yeah, but uh, I am sort of interested in this so, at, from a like a scholarly sp- perspective. Yeah, of, what, what's it going to cost me, and what do I get for it? Yeah. Uh, well, it's it's ten dollars a month, but you have to pay six months at a time. And okay. the reason for that is because you it get you get free access to all the pay per views. Or not free, ten dollars a month. But you get access to all the pay-per-views online or on your TV. Uh, on, like you can get it through your Apple TV or your Xbox. You can get if you have TV. a, I use Apple okay, TV, yeah, okay, like, uh, any, and most of those are normally like thirty bucks, forty bucks. Well, they're normally like, sixty bucks, and that's oh. why you have to buy it six months at a time, so people don't just pay ten bucks watch WrestleMania. And then okay, okay, but but you get six of them, right? If you for the six months, or is there only one per six months? You get uh, you get the, how one, many pay-per-views? One a, month, one a month, and you get access to the entire. This is a pretty good deal just for the pay-per-views. Yeah. You get six for the price of one. Yes. Okay. So you get all the pay-per-views. Yeah. Um, you get access to all every WWE pay-per-view that there that has ever aired, including the one where Owen Hart died for the first time. Whoa. Ever. You can see that one. Obviously, they don't they don't have that part of it. But, sure. But uh, where did they cut it? Uh, I haven't watched that one. Okay. Uh, so I'll see. So you'll see. Uh, yeah, their Chris Benoit matches are in, which they haven't. Wow. And also, I guess because it's just too much content for them to really do. I don't know how they got around this, but you, it actually has the old WWF logo in them as well. Wow, which I thought was really. Well, they cool. still own that, don't they? I mean, they well, they don't. Do they? No, they don't. They don't. Yeah, no, it's, weird. It's, it's all the World Wildlife Fund. Now. They must have somehow have the 
license for yes. their old stuff. Uh, I have a feeling the worldwide you know, they is have getting the, a cut. They have the yeah. licensing for oh okay. Maybe or maybe that. Maybe they just say, Hey listen, we want to use it. We'll we'll give right. you Yeah. Okay. This so amount. is this a deal where you know how like Netflix, how like you can kind of share your password with somebody? Yes. Is it the same deal where everybody can kind of chip in like, all right, I'll put twenty on it. Although they probably have a device limit. Do you know? Uh, I don't know that. I will say also I, I have noticed a few technical problems so far. There's been a few times where I couldn't load it. Uh, and there's also this. I I'm really hoping they're gonna fix this. You, there's no resume feature on it. Oh. So if you're watching something and you stop watching it for any reason, you better remember what time it was at. That's a database like thing, and I'll bet you that's just they they don't have the structure for it yet, yeah, and they probably I, yeah, need I'm to build. They'll, they'll fix that. So you get all the paper, all the cur- like new pay per views. You get them. Old pay per views. You get them. Old WWF pay per views. You get them, and then you get a select amount of WCW and ECW pay per views. Okay. And then you get a little bit of the uh, the back catalog of of the TV shows as well. Okay. Which so that's I'm really I hoping that's where they'll expand into. Like right now, I, they have the first episode of SmackDown, and then nothing until 2012. Whoa. Oh wow. But, uh, I'm thinking in the future they'll yeah. expand. There's like a handful of old Raws on there. Those first two years of SmackDown were classic. Yeah, I watched that first episode and it was fantastic yeah uh and then there's like you can there's a couple i think like literally two episodes of ecw tv uh hopefully in the future they'll be adding nitro they'll be adding the more okay can we pay extra for a feature to completely just take paul Heyman out of it just like wipe him (laughs) dare you (laughs) (laughs) do they have that one uh animated gift that i always see of vince mcmahon like in a chair like seeing something crazy and then falling over backwards do you know what that was from? Are you thinking of the opening credits to uh, that one sitcom in the 80s that was recently recreated on the greatest event in television history? No, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. There's a, a sitcom opening credit sequence where an old man hilariously falls over the back of the couch. Right. So so there's this gif of, of Vince McMahon sitting in a, sh- in a show and they bring somebody out. But they what they did for this was they cut like images of like him freaking out over, I think, when he was a bodybuilder. Yeah. Because he used to be a bot, wasn't he like a big crazy body? Well, he did a lot of steroids so that he could get in the ring. That's right. Yeah. 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 Or maybe it's a, a shot of somebody else, but it's a big, yeah. huge, muscled guy. Yeah. And he walks and he keeps making like faces like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then eventually he like falls backwards over. But I always want to know what the thing was when he was really watched, like what that yeah, was really that from. Gift, unfortunately. Yeah. I don't, yeah, that, my that, obscure that, like yeah. reference to. <laughs> did you ever see that one Vince gift? McMahon did. Yeah. Could, yeah. could you give me the context? Between, That's about all I know. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Do they have the part where the guy picked the chair up and then hit the guy with the chair? Yes, they, they do, do that. I watched that, that part just yesterday. <laughs> it would be nice if they could, if they, if they, this network was like, if they had just so much data that they were like, you can just pick. We'll just give you all the clips of Times Chairs we use. <laughs> like we know we've tagged it, yeah. so it'll just go to. That'd be awesome. Ladder well, I think match. That's just like that's like all of 1982. <laughs> oh, so they've already got that the separated out. Era, you, that was pretty much at least <laughs> once uh, once per show. So how do you you I mean, you have a wrestling podcast? Yes. Uh, Matt and, and Brendo's wrestling and Matt show. Matt and Brendo's wrestling show. Um, you're you're a wrestling fan. What, how do you feel about the service? I, I think there's it is it a good start is it's it a good start okay definitely. and I think there's there's room for expansion definitely I think is once they work out some of these technical issues it's gonna be it's gonna be a really amazing thing because even just now like it's like I watched Royal Rumble 1999 in its entirety and I just had it there and I right. and, and I could I watched the first episode of SmackDown it's like already even as limited as it is now it's already like pretty amazing just being able to see all the WWE pay per views right. Uh, hmm. If it keeps going and really expands, it'll it'll 
It's such a weird guilty pleasure of mine. I'm not super guilty about it, and it doesn't cause me that much pleasure, but there's something so familiar about it <laughs> that like it's comforting. Yeah. yeah. Like it's noises and uh, banter and jargon that I've heard before. Like all the archetypes and tropes just keep getting recycled. So yeah. it's like, all right, I don't know who this guy is, but I can clearly tell by like the like the big bell in his theme song that this guy's gonna be a bad guy. He's probably gonna, <laughs> probably gonna be like a dark mystical type. Like, all right, I see what this guy's going. Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm kind of intrigued on the whole, you know, I don't know. It's I, I want to check it out. I want to go back and like watch, you know, some of the rock smack talk from back in the day. Yeah. Hell in a Cell, Penis in Uranus. <laughs> it's good stuff. <laughs> Rage in a Cage. You know? So we have to say goodbye yeah, I gotta go. to Mr. Matt Benson, but let's uh, let's go ahead and let you plug up yeah. in the middle here. Uh, so Go to BenbyNetwork.com, check out all those podcasts. Uh, Popsicles, uh, Benson's Boo Box is on a hiatus, but it'll come back. Shut up, Leonard. Just released a new episode yesterday. And did I say Matt and Brenna's wrestling show? We talked a little bit about it, but that... I didn't say it in the plug. Nope. So go check all those out at BenviewNetwork.com. A billion podcasts. Yes. Uh, and more every day. <laughs> and, will, <laughs> and will we see you at WonderCon, uh, sir? Maybe. I have, I got to talk to Brendo because in the past two years, he has, he's gotten me in. So okay. Uh, I, I think he, he said that he had... Is more the, tickets than the he one knew what to do with Anaheim. Oh. Yes. Oh. So we're gonna try to maybe do a mega cast. There. What day? When? I don't know. Okay. We'll March figure out when it. March something. We'll figure out what day everybody's gonna be there. Yeah. yeah let me know. Um. Uh-huh. And even if we meet off-site or whatever, you know. Yeah. So, thank you very much, yeah. oh, sir. Follow me on Twitter yeah. at Dr. Matt Benson. Dr. Matt Benson. Last, that's last right. Plug. Um, yeah, thanks Very for cool. having me. Thank you. I, this guy, uh, he didn't irritate me as much this time. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for... He doesn't if I irritate you more. That's, Whoa, how, there that's you go. how it works, right? That's true. Dude, Josh is the ringleader here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, thank all right, you, Mr. Matt Benson. Uh, cool if I take one of these nerds? Oh, dude, I, do you want two? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll take two. You put like delicious, like but super loud candy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Small podcast. Uh, right. Bottle of water as well uh, for the road. Actually, I got, I got water. All right, but thank you. All righty, of course. Will, thank you, sir. Later. Thanks, Matt. We'll we'll wrap this show up and then uh, and then we'll be done too. Yeah. So uh, it's just Josh and I now. And yeah. We kind of need to switch gears for a second. Um, are, can we just launch into it? Are you cool with that? Josh? If that is what you would like do, to do. Do you want to? Do you have anything else to say? Nah. Okay. So here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal, folks. Uh, Gates has gone back to school. I'm trying to... Uh, back to school. I'm trying to get some advanced degrees here. One of my classes is called oral history. So I need to conduct an oral history. And it actually kind of worked out to my advantage because uh, you know, oral history is basically recording the perspectives of the people that witnessed actual events uh, you know, throughout time. So um, like the best oral history or like the, the crown jewel of oral history is like the testimony of old slaves, like people that were actually slaves right. and got interviewed on like the very first recording equipment. And they have these super old records of like, what was their testimony? What, what, did, you know, what did they see? What was it like? And it's firsthand account. So it's Isn't like- that, It's a little bit like what Studs Turkle did with some of his like exactly. World War II stuff, Precis- right? No, and, and it's so like, funny because we had t- like two weeks devoted to that guy in the class like just yeah f- a fascinating look at like these people were there right and here's what they actually experienced yes rather than Textbook. a an overview yeah. of the campaign right right no exactly so instead of getting like the like the processed food uh you know regurgitated right. here's the story it's like Let's just talk to all the people that were actually there and kind of put the story together from all of these very personal right. anecdotes, memories. And maybe not all of it is 100% true, but it's still totally 
invaluable to record what the people thought and felt right. for, for like you know hundreds of years down the line. Right. So um, basically, I have to conduct an oral history account of you know basically I have to of whatever you want right, you get to choose. Right, right. So I have a half hour recording due next week of uh, you know whatever oral history I, I want to do. What I have chosen, what I think may be kind of cool to listen or, or talk about, and, and I may come interview some of you folks listening for this as well. Um, I would like to do a cultural history of the internet. Our generation is the last group of people to know what Earth was like before the internet. Like us coming up as children in our adolescence, we didn't have the internet and we just played like normal kids did for hundreds and thousands of years before that. We had, you know, we had a little bit of video games, but it wasn't pervasive. Um, I mean, we are the last generation that grew up with video games being right. the new thing that that uh, that nobody, like, you know, that hadn't existed before. It, it grew it was, up with us. Right. And right, exactly. But but I mean before there was you know there's a couple generations in the uh, like late seventies where that stuff just started to be a very like novelty type thing right. of yeah. like this is cool in an arc and even arcade and everything but like the home video game like you buy it own it play it in your house on your very TV very niche like uh, just non-existent but ex- and then exploded yes within our lifetime we, we literally watched it as we right. grew up so right. I think that's fascinating. Um, so I kind of want to delve into, um, you know, wh- what was... Okay, so looking back to when I was like 10 or 11, the most advanced thing y- y- anyone could do on a computer was type out boobs on a calculator. <laughs> you know, like that like that was a marvel yeah, of technology, yeah. right? <laughs> so now it's gone from that to, you know, the internet on every desktop in Americans' homes to it's all in our pockets now. Like it surrounds it's us. probably quite possibly one of the most important, like... Uh, utility uh new utilities that have grown up like i mean people if you don't have it it's almost impossible in a modern context to to like work to get things done you cannot survive unless you're a citizen of the internet so in a way it's also become all of our hometown and we just inhabit different little centers of it and that's why i want to get into the the different cultural enclaves that humans you know like not just like the technical aspect of yeah it started with darpa and then it moved on to like all these other platforms but like how do humans inhabit the internet so i kind of want to get my friend my colleagues my friends perspectives on what was it like uh, encountering the internet? And then how do we now all live there as our true hometown that unites and binds right. us all? So basically, we're going to do a half-hour interview. Uh, I'm going to basically uh, cut off the last half-hour of this podcast and hand it in as my homework. So that's kind of cool that you guys are along for that ride. And maybe start preparing what some of your answers are going to be if I come and ask you some of these same questions and, and ask you to sit down with this microphone. Right. So, uh, Joshua. Do you uh, want me to set a timer? That uh, would be cool. Uh, just yeah. to kind of run, because yeah. you need to... I, it, it has to be 30 minutes. Or more? No, it has to be 30 minutes. Under 30 minutes, okay. 30 minutes. So do you want me to give you I'll, this? No, 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 I'll watch the clock. Okay. I'll, don't worry about like don't worry about time. Let's just okay. keep it natural. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I just know we could talk forever. No, I, <laughs> good call. Yes, it, yes. It needs no. to be a consideration at some point. As, yeah, I, I got the clock. Uh, okay, yeah. cool. So um, thanks for joining us on this little process, and hopefully it, it'll be interesting for you as well. And also you're going to be hearing something that will be preserved for historianship to come. Cool. All right. <clears throat> All right, thank you for joining me here. Um, my name is Ryan Gates, and I'm going to be conducting an interview uh, this afternoon. It is March 1st, 2014. 
Um, I have with me Joshua Anderson. Um, can I please have you state your age and your place of birth? Uh, yeah, I am 32 years old, and I was born in Moab, Utah. Oh, very nice. Okay. A- and so we're sitting in Southern California right now. Could you give a brief description on how you came to Southern California via Moab, Utah? Yeah. Uh, in uh, 1988 or 89, uh, my father had been working uh, for a person who had um, kind of a new, uh, a-, a lot more work out California way. Okay. So he had been actually living over here uh, and visiting us in like kind of two week increments. And eventually when he realized that the work out here was going to be substantial and he Mm. could probably make more, he decided to move us all out um, there. So about 1989, uh, we moved to uh, San Diego County um, and I grew up there until really going to college and moving up here. Excellent. Okay, cool. Thank you for that context. Um, What I'd like to discuss today is a cultural history of the internet. And and as we kind of briefly discussed before this interview, um, I would like to trace the roots of how humans came to inhabit the internet. Um, So if we could kind of start with that framework, I'd like to ask you, what was your first ever encounter or memory of the internet? Um, I think that the internet, uh, as we know it, that I have a memory of that. I have memories earlier of times that I I interacted with um, networked computers uh, in the sense of uh, I remember a friend had like a BBS. Oh, um, okay. So getting on the bulletin board system and, and reading messages, um, but it wasn't mine, and I never actually did anything with it. I just remember seeing it, and, and then I had friends that would pull stuff off of BBSs. So I kind of got the uh the effects of that sort of knowledge distribution but it was never anything that i actually interacted with it was always something that somebody pulled down so you you heard about it first through peers yes and it was uh you know it was we were very poor growing up so i didn't have a computer for a very long time until my uh grandfather like gave us his old one and it was uh an incredibly old computer that didn't have a modem so I wouldn't have had any access to that kind of thing. Sure. Um, it wasn't until uh, I was living in, in San Diego County. We lived uh, in the bottom part of um, my best friend's house. They had a two-story house, and they had built it into two separate houses. So they could live in the top part, and they could rent out the bottom house. And we lived there. So um, I, we basically, I lived with my best friend in like uh, fourth grade, fifth grade. That could be fun. And yeah, it was, it was super fun. Um, and they had a nice computer before I had one. Okay. And they ended up getting AOL. Uh, and, this, and that is American c- Online Service. Right. Okay. And this was America Online. This was when it first, uh, when it really first came out, when it was still hourly, um, you paid by the hour. Right. And um, they had it, and I forget, I think maybe their parent like uh, was using it for some work stuff. So they actually had it. And that was my first ever experience of actually getting on the internet. And I think the big difference was when I saw BBSs before, uh, 
like it always felt to me like it was just I mean it was it was basically a digital bulletin board. That's exactly what it was. You could put up a message and then a person could put up and like essentially put up a post-it under that. Right. But you were talking to people all over, you know, the county or the area because right. it was all local numbers. So America Online was First off, it was, okay, now the whole country is, like, you could talk to somebody in New York. It was a centralized location, yes. And there was this radical difference in the fact that it was, like, real time. You could get that information of, like, looking up the web pages and stuff, but it was the chat that was the the live, like, real-time chat. You could type, hit hit, uh, your button, and then a person would type a line, and it would come up, uh, you know to what we thought is like instantaneously yeah like talking to a person on the phone yeah now i was gosh uh this would have been like in the like mid mid 90s i was probably in fifth grade okay fifth maybe sixth grade something around there obviously like we're concerned with being cool and meeting girls and the in it, the chat was perfect because it's like you know you could go around and try to find people who said they were girls, um, <laughs> which you know we, you had no way of knowing. Sure, you yeah, couldn't really no, trade. You couldn't really trade pictures because yet. there wasn't yeah. really a way to did, like you could get a picture off the internet, but usually people knew that it was a picture off the internet, and there weren't that many of them, so you started seeing the same ones. Right. So, um, but it was you know you can meet people, and then for. For young males who uh, are always concerned with being cool and being funny, like the, like it was a perfect place to like play jokes and play pranks and and annoy people and just try to go into a chat room and um and be, and be real stupid, right? right? So <clears throat> if we could back up just a little bit, mm-hmm. um, I think you jumped into a fascinating topic of the chat rooms because yes. that's that was one of my first experiences as well, right? And just for context, they were basically web pages that would uh, contain about 30 different users. Yeah. Um, and, and each user would have their own nickname that they could choose. Yes. And yeah, it was actually tied to your your AOL name that was also your email address. Right. Do you, do you feel that your AOL name represented a, a facet of your personality? Was it... <laughs> What what was it? If yeah, you don't mind oh, I, I can tell you two of them because I, okay. I ended up. Uh, so learn- you had multiple identities well, on the internet. Y- y- yes, from early on. Yes, but um, it was the case of like the first one you make, you realize was dumb and not really you, and then you make a second one to be like, this is the one I actually want to okay. like communicate with real people. Sure. Um, so my first one was I don't remember what the name on our master account was. I think we let it just give us one. Okay, they would just generate a name, and it was something like like fruit, fruit ten twenty or something like that. It, it just had the word fruit in it. Yikes! And it was real dumb. Yeah. So I was like, well, I want to make my own, and I remember my mom. I, I had to have my mom help, uh, like set up for the the billing process and that sure. stuff. But that's actually a little bit earlier because when I was first interacting with this, again, it was a friend's computer. Okay, I didn't yeah, get I didn't right. get to make an identity. Okay, okay. Um, I just had to go with whatever one they they had. So, um, what what happened was is that AOL went to a no longer billing by the hour, but rather just billing monthly. Right. So you just paid. I think it was twenty nine ninety five or something like that a month, right? And you could access as much as you wanted, and that combined with us finally buying a used computer uh, that was had a modem, was actually running like Windows ninety five. Okay, allowed us to finally 
get into America Online. So w- when I finally, when that finally happened, which was a short time after the uh, I experienced it with with my friend, um, because basically I I was bit by the bug. Yeah, I when was, I, was going to say you did end up in the IT field. So did you immediately take to when it? When I when I first went on that chat room at, at a friend's house on the internet, I immediately said. Uh, this is where I want to be all the time now. Like I need to be able to access this. I became obsessed and I, I basically bugged my parents over and over again. Like we got to get a computer and we have to get online. And it was a purely financial thing of we can't afford it sure. and we don't have a computer. Once those barriers kind of broke down um, and, and it was at a time where like that stuff was rapidly changing. So America online got super popular Right was like, and when they moved to the to the monthly charge instead of the hourly charge, it, it exploded. And that was when I was finally able to get on it. And that was also the period of time where it was the busy signals, where you couldn't actually get on. You yeah, would, at that time, you were still connecting via phone modem. Via phone modem, you would connect over 28.8, I think, is what we had. Or I might have had a 56K at that time, but I can't remember. Um, but it uh, you would have to just keep dialing. And sometimes you could dial for an hour and you would not get on until you finally got connected. And then once you were connected, you never wanted to get off. So because it, it was kind of like if Disneyland were at capacity and they could only let so many people yes, in and yes. you had to just wait and wait. and They wait. actually had to have modems for like in big data centers yeah. for all the people connecting. So, um, and, they, and they just, they exploded. So when we finally got it, I was able to make my own account. We had our master account. And then I was, once I got in, I had all the passwords and everything. Parents were no longer issue. My mom still doesn't know how to use a, a computer today. <laughs> um, but I was like, I'll figure this out. And for, for good or bad, uh, I was able to make master accounts. I, I could make whatever I wanted. My first account I ever made uh, was an AOL account. And the name was uh, Psychos82. Uh-oh. So it was Psycho and then with a Z. Okay. Because Zs then were cool. Way better and than Ss. 82 because that was the year I was born. Okay. So I was like, okay. And um, uh, that was my first online identity. Okay. That I that I That's went around with a pretty big deal, right. and then I had the master account for when I needed to sneak around and didn't want somebody to know what I was doing. Sure. Uh, and then later, I ended up making another account that I used much more. Uh, that was my more became my real account. That was what I wanted people to email me, and that was when I was uh, I was starting to get into high school. And I was playing, uh, I was listening to a lot of punk music, and I was playing in a really terrible punk rock band. And so um, I wanted to make some sort of name with punk in it. And so I, <laughs> it's the most embarrassing thing, but my name was Chia Punks. Chia as in? Chia Pet. Okay. But, but Chia, Chia Punks punk. instead. And so that was like my main. Uh, you know, kind of identity for for AOL at least. That's totally intriguing. Uh, yeah, uh, and and I say it's intriguing because it's a immediately cultural expression. Like when we're when we're thinking about the internet, it's kind of a technological thing. It, it's it was originally designed by DARPA, right. correct? So right. Um, so the fact that you as a child kind of seeing it from afar at first, and then the closer you got, and, and then when you finally were in the internet it became a cultural expression for you of, of how you could kind of t- maybe do you feel that you chose your identity there? Yeah. I mean, when thinking about like why I picked those names, I, I was trying to make it say something about me and also like be cool. Right. Right. And it didn't, 
I don't know when I learned like how important an online persona was. I think it was just built in from from knowing that you would when you chat and type whatever you're going to say, like your name would be next to that with a colon. Right. Right? And so it had to be you. Right. Or you could pretend be, be pretending to be someone else. Right. So if if you ever wanted to be true on the internet, if you on on AOL, if you wanted to be true, you had to have a name that you believed in and then you had to have ones that you de- deliberately did not so that those could be the ones you could ruin. Wow. You could go in and and disrupt a, a a room that maybe is on some dumb topic or, or, for, or for for people that don't quite get the concept of a chat room yet. Wh- what would some okay? So first off, let's. What were some of the topics of chat rooms that you would because chat rooms would have different topics or, yes. or so. What were the types of rooms that you would frequent? So, an AOL is kind of a weird thing because at that time. I don't know if people understand, like it wasn't the internet like what we have now. You didn't actually use a browser and then type in a website. It okay. was, it, you went on AOL and AOL was its own thing. They called it a walled garden because you were allowed the internet, but you were allowed only the parts of the internet that AOL had. Mm. So when you would go, like people had, b- back in that time, you would see what they say called AOL keyword. Like they say, type in keyword, whatever. That meant that that was a site that that company made on AOL, mm-hmm. not on the web. So um, w- all of this was taking place first just inside AOL's kind of structure. And the every site that you could think of to go to usually had like a chat room. So if you went to AOL's like Coke site, right? For Their Coca-Cola. Coke section, Coca-Cola. They would probably have like a Coke chat room. Okay. But what we generally spent our time in was was general chat. Which okay. was just just connect people. There was like um, you could go to, gosh, like I don't know how I can't remember exactly how they did this, but they must have had like teen and kids sections for like you could go and talk to other teenagers. I believe there were age ranges, right? Which there was no way of knowing if that was true, right? But you you kind of assumed like, well, if I'm going to look for people, I have a better chance of finding them here. For the most part, we only cared really about just general, like just get in and see who to talk to. Mainly because we were just wanting to kind of like be dicks, sure. Like that was a big thing of just be be so be terrible people. What would people talk about in these chat rooms usually? What would what would the discussion be if if you had to? If you can imagine like a time before like people talking in internet memes and like text speak and yeah. stuff, like people were typing out full sentences <laughs> and like is really weird. Um, you you only got a few instances of using R and U as substitute words. Sure. Um, it was early on it but before it, the degradation. Yeah, but it was always the same thing, which is everybody talking is, uh, wh- what's your age, sex, location, ASL. ASL. That was the most important question, and that was the only thing that people seemed to really care about. It was it was um where you know who am I talking to where are you from right how how old are you what is your sex right and then you know if the if the components of that uh, any part of them were interesting that's how you would decide whether it's like oh I'm gonna keep talking to you you're in an interesting location that was usually the least important sure thing. right um but then it was age and sex like how old are you which you have no idea who was I I can verify for a fact that people would lie because I did it. Like sure, I pretended sure. to be uh, girls to get 
to string guys along wow. and then break it on them and laugh at them. You wow. Know? Yes. I mean, it That's was intriguing. It was absolutely. So, so you had mentioned or kind of alluded previously that you had like gone in there to cause mischief or, or start, yes. you know, gone into these chat rooms and yes. To, so what, okay. So you, what kind of mischief? Yeah. Would what you kind cause? of mischief are we talking okay, about? Okay. So in the, in the real early days, what you would do is you could go in is there's like the long con. You pretend to be someone else. <laughs> Okay. And and then you string them along. That would that would be a considerable like long period of time. Sure. The second thing would be to go into a room that maybe was set up on a topic. Like there would be a room that maybe was called like politics. Okay. And you go in and and then people would be talking about yeah, like maybe what types of politics. But then you could just go in and just be like, you know, uh Clinton sucks. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point, and then just keep hitting enter. It, it was what's called spamming, chat yeah. spamming, and you could usually get kicked out. You'd usually get kicked out of the entire service for that. Okay. They, they would just bounce you out, and you'd have to connect again. And then sometimes you'd get kicked out of that room permanently, so you could never go back to that room. Okay. Um, but there was there was that kind of thing. It's just going in and, and yelling, and then there was things like getting into arguments, like the the flame war idea of the internet right now of, of message boards and going on and internet hate like that was apparent from the very beginning we would go in and you would argue and oftentimes what you would do is if you were a mischief maker you just wanted to get in and have some fun you would go deliberately argue with whoever was there opinionated no matter what they believed in no matter what you believed in i mean i was a 15 year old kid i didn't believe in anything (laughs) right uh i i just believed in let's let's have some fun so whatever position they held you would just hold the opposite side of it sure and usually without any details or or reasoning it was just uh just to mess around and that gave way to people making um hacking kind of programs that you would run on top of aol that would allow you to do all kinds of things like you could press a button and it would automatically type in the chat field um a series of spaces and different characters that would draw a picture. Right. So we would right. use ASCII art to like draw a macro, basically a macro, and you would draw a picture of a big middle finger. Sure. Or you would draw a picture of a smiley face or something. And they had those built in so you could just press a button and it would do it for you. Right. Um, in, before that, what we would do is we'd say, hey, everybody, don't talk for the next... Let me type this out, and then sure. you do it to like show off like how good you could type a, a goofy-looking picture. Right. Um, and usually, nobody would wait around, and they would mess it up in the middle uh, for whatever reason. But um, though that utility... Uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember what the name of it... AOL uh-huh. was one of the... Um, utilities it would and, also and it was not official it was made no, by it hackers was, it was on you would run it on top and you would um you could spoof that you were a moderator you could oh. f- confuse the system thinking you're a moderator so you could start like kicking people out of chat you could do all these crazy things uh, you could um email bomb them so you would um you would hit a button and it would just send tons of messages to their email so that it would jam them up and it would do the you got a notification when you get mail you 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 got mail like it would just do that forever and that was like the thing that you would do to people okay so i mean we're basically describe you're describing to us the frontier period of the internet like it was the wild west out there yes what do you think it is about human nature that immediately and it wasn't just you being a mischief maker like that no. was a big part of the the fun of the internet right was not only communicating with people from far away but also 
finding ways to frustrate people right. or, or to maybe, you know, so what do you think it is about human nature that drew, like the internet drew that out of them? It's, uh, I can tell you that it is 100% the fact that anybody on there had no idea who I was and had no way of knowing, uh, who I was and where I was at. And if sure. I, anything I was saying was true. So I had imp- diplomatic immunity in every way, shape and form right. on this system. Other than like my account could get, Banned. Like, if I did something really bad, AOL could say, "Hey, you're not allowed to use our service anymore." We, that never happened. It never did anything that bad. They had levels of punishment where, like, it, you can't actually get on for a couple days. And never wanted to do that, but um, uh, it was anonymity. That okay. was the, the most important thing about the internet. Was it was a classroom that I could act out in, but no one would ever be able to. You know, no teacher could ever tell like tell you like i'm gonna talk to your parents or i'm gonna send a message back like it could never get back so i could get reprimanded in the immediate of log off you're not allowed to log back on for a while or whatever sure but that wasn't really that bad i mean it was it it was it was not good but it wasn't damaging sure like i just had to wait it out and then get back on and um and like in between all the mischief there was the actual genuine human contact of like meeting people online meeting uh friends finding a group um like a AOL group that you wanted to like be a part of so for me it was early video games there was a group on AOL called Antagonist Incorporated I think Antagonist Inc and they basically took the idea of like the the video game systems wars you know mm-hmm. groups of people fighting against each other because they like one video game system over another and they turned it into an actual thing on there where you would join a group and you would be on the nintendo group or you'd be on the sony group and then they would have like events where they like had yeah a big flame war of like go over to their other side go into their chat room and do this <laughs> and it was all this stuff and it was like the perfect for like yeah we're you know we're part of a community already yeah and then you would go in and you would talk about so the real the real point of that was to go in and find like-minded people of like yeah we all like the system together and you would reinforce your already held beliefs of this is why I like it and we're all good because we like it and then your job was to go over to the chat room of the other side and go in and tell them why the other one sucked and why it was no good and um and I remember that very clearly. Like they, they had set that up, and they had set it up with you made a name on their system with the word "ant" in front of it. Okay. Um, and I, I cannot remember what my name was. Now, um, so yeah, but it would, and and every all the imagery was of ants. So they had already set up like there's an ant war kind of of thing. I spent a lot of time on that, but I, I also kind of quickly discovered that AOL was a walled garden. Yeah, and it wasn't the actual internet i'd like to ask you about that what was so aol is just a service that, that everyone it, kind of it, went to that page and then that page yes. kind of sub what it would do is it would connect you to the internet right but they didn't have a browser right that would allow you to type in a web page you could just go on the things that aol did right. like aol had so it was a particular service it was like if you went to google and went to all the th- all now it would be like you go to google and you can go to the google owned things right Your but Gmail. you can't ever type it yeah, yeah you can't ever type in uh toyota.com you, sure and eventually they put a browser into aol but it was terrible and and everyone hated it and so it wasn't a good way of viewing the internet it, it oftentimes wouldn't display sites properly right what we found is that you could install 
uh, a program like Netscape Navigator mm-hmm. at the time. And what you do is you'd slide, you'd log into AOL, and then you would minimize it, and you would just open up uh, Internet Explorer, or or at that time Netscape Navigator. What that's what I used, right? And it would work because the the browser was just using the AOL connection to the internet. So then I discovered that AOL was a little piece. It's a city. It's a city, but it is, yeah, it is not the entire planet. And suddenly now I had uh, a, a way to view all web pages anywhere, go anywhere. And at the time, there wasn't a lot. Sure. Um, there was a lot of like, you would go to a, you'd always go to a corporate site of like, uh, I mean, you can still go to it today, but like the Space Jam website. Wow, which yeah. which is still up. Warner Brothers still has it. Is very indicative of what websites were back then. Sure, they were. Um, uh, the, corporations would spend the money to put just a bunch of you know links and then promotional material. I remember I went to record labels okay. that I really liked, and they would have little tiny, short, terrible looking clips of music videos. Okay. And you could listen to a little bit of a song, right? And you could look at some photos of like the bands, that kind of stuff, and. Now- now, okay, so before you mentioned your anonymity in the chat rooms and, and the reason why you could act out in those ways, what you're describing now is you're going to all these different places that I'm sure your parents wouldn't take you to in real life. So I guess, was there a little bit of extra autonomy there? Like, were your parents uh, controlling where you could go on the internet? For So, no, for better or for worse, my parents gave me a computer in my bedroom uh hooked up to the internet and they did not know much past it uh, sure. both my parents were not computer people they did not understand computers and they didn't try and neither of them had any desire to go on ever try it out okay so they didn't go on the internet now like the family that uh, we lived with the other family that had the the, the computer was the mother's like workstation mm-hmm. and so they could only go on the internet on pre-described times and it was usually when she was around sure so for them it was a uh, probably a more structured environment but for me i was free to do i was free to learn all of it just on my own at, at about what age uh this i i would have been it, i mean it's when AOL went uh went of uh, hour or monthly so like the early so early teen years yes yes for me it, i was probably gosh i got i want to say i was like 13 sure 13 14 okay easily somewhere around there right at the beginning of um starting to get into high school um do you like think a little bit before that do you think it advanced your maturity beyond what you would have found y- yes had you not had that portal? yes yes in both bad ways and good ways okay because you 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 both learn, um, you know, you any question that you want answered gets answered. Mm. Um, but sometimes there are uh, there maybe questions that you didn't realize that you didn't want answered, or <laughs> or you know, there, everybody would think like as as a young child you're thinking like I don't fully understand. I went to a schools with with really bad sexual education. Sure. So there were still questions of like, wh- how does any of that actually Me- work? Mechanics. Yes, mechanics and 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 actual um ac- actual biology. Like, biology. Yeah. Um, those questions could all be answered Immediate, immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Even even at that time, but at the same time, you would get more than what you were looking for. Sure. Because you didn't want to know. Uh, you're, you, as a, as a young child, you're like, I would like to know how regular 
sex works and it's like well here's how it works but here's also a lot of weird derivations of it yeah that maybe you're not prepared to like sure. fully handle right um so i you know i do you think that okay we, we're gonna have to wrap up soon and, and i'd love to delve deeper into this during our sure. next conversation but do you think that aspect right there had any particular or tangible effects on our society as a whole um gosh i i, I don't see how it couldn't sure but I also, you know, nobody, the internet has never produced, like, at that time, it wasn't producing people to ask questions that have never been asked before. It was simply allowing people to finally find the answers to things that they'd always wanted to know. Okay. So I think this stuff was happening. And I think that, you know, the interactions with people, one of the things that it allowed to do is is a a person to sit behind a screen and interact with a multitude of different types of people mm-hmm. with, when your community maybe is not set up for that kind of thing. Your, your, your community that you're around is set up with like, oh, these are all kind of decent people. Mm-hmm. And you try to, you know, your parents try to keep you away from the bad things. Mm-hmm. So you're just surrounded by largely positive. And the, and the kind of bad things that you would deal with would be like uh, people with bad attitudes or like, you know, I didn't really know anybody that had gone to jail. Okay. But now I'm like on the internet and I can talk to people who like have gotten out of jail. Sure. I can talk to people who think that the terrible things they did were okay. And, and at that time I was shocked because I'm sure. like, how? but all of a sudden now you're getting a perspective that uh, that you couldn't get because of your limited location. And it really did... I think it, for a person who was prepared, it could be immensely valuable. Um, but for a person who maybe just thought the world was always one way and then suddenly finding out that it's not, it was. Um, it, it can be a shock. Ultimately, I think in the end, though, it is, it is maybe the message that people need more and more uh, is that there's all kinds of people out there. Wow. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a that is a great place to kind of focus on uh, the entirety of this conversation is yes, all these different people are now linked up on the internet. You were one of them and that's kind of your, you know, first take on it. And I'd like to delve a little bit deeper into some of the topics that you've mentioned. Sure. um, But at a later time. Sure. Excellent. Thank you for joining me today. Um, And uh, we'll be following up. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Oh, all right, pillagers. <laughs> thank, thank you for sitting through that. That was a little bit. No, it was fascinating. Like I do. I there were a couple points where I wanted to like like derail the interview and be like details. What else? <laughs> you but no, that was perfect. That was exactly what I needed. Yeah, it's so. it's a t- uh, half hour is not enough time to like. No, oh God, no. Because that not even close. That's just the AOL years. Yeah, right. And like the internet radically changed oh yes quickly even for me right like moving away from that like getting into a house and then getting cable internet and oh yeah getting away from aol completely yep and and like what does that do for like email and like yeah. you know so and we didn't even talk about email i'm gonna i'm gonna have another assignment later on in the semester and okay. i think that'll be the perfect time to kind of delve back into that so thank you for listening to that yeah um, hopefully I, that was interesting yeah no i found it ultra intriguing Just, the fact that josh was doing nintendo versus sony flame wars back in the aol days oh yeah i didn't know that, that oh was yeah that's a great from the very beginning man wow dude and you're still to this day like that's yeah i i mean it was dude. you're the stalwart that was that was the thing that i used the internet primarily for was video game like looking up stuff (laughs) fighting with people over video games trying to find out new stuff about video games like the internet changed i mean that's another thing that maybe to talk about is like i went through the 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 transition of i read printed magazines to get information 
and then suddenly having this thing where it's like, wait a second, these guys will tell me immediately. I don't need to wait for like the beginning of the month or whatever. And then the people, like the sites that you would think, like you get your Nintendo Power every month, they've got the they've got the exclusive news. Their website should be even better, except for they hobbled their website because they they, they focused on the magazine. The, yeah. So their website became not the place I would go right. for for information. They Instead I would go out. to Yeah, exactly. And there was, you know, that whole period of people not knowing how this thing would go and having to hedge their bets. Yeah. So I need to keep the web I want to have a website cuz you have to have a website but I don't want it to cannibalize this because odds are this thing will blow over and we still need magazine and then like you know today magazines are shutting doors left and right because who wants to wait around for a magazine like right. or have you, the clutter in the, their house the people who came on and were just like no we're just going to do a website and we don't even need that other part were the people who saw the future and kind of jumped on it yeah so no that was super cool thank you josh for taking the time to help me out with my homework yeah thank you awesome. that was fun and uh i think that'll do it for us too uh that was yeah. your that was the fill fact is yeah. that uh, <laughs> gates has a school project but what a cool school project to do like i just think yeah that's no that neat. that is going to be recorded for like historians could refer back to that later on i think your premise of like this kind of being the last group of people that will ever have this information. Yeah. I think that is Im- immensely fascinating. And I think hearing about people's experience from yeah. like when it wasn't and then when it was in the, fr- in the early days, right. there's something so magical about those early days that it, we can never have again. Right. You can it, never, it was the wild west. It was, but, but it was like a wild west of, of, of not like a dusty town where there's, there's, like you know it's there's no right. opportunity or anything it was like a wild oasis yeah of it was, like it was wild everything Vegas. yes <laughs> but no one's ever been here and no one's ever done this yeah. before and what's happening right um and it was some of the best times because there was just everything was so new every yeah. time you went across like you went to a new website it was a brand new experience you didn't know what was going to happen you didn't know what kinds of things were going to be there and it's kind of sad like nowadays i mean you go to websites and you you almost know what to expect. Yes. You don't. I mean, every now and then I'll see something on the internet done really. That's really neat, and it's like that. That's cool. You get a tiny taste of what that was like, but in those days, those early days, and like we're the last people that yeah, will remember that. Right. Uh, it's so funny how some of my closest friends. One of the things that we all have in common, even though we were doing it entirely separately, AOL chat rooms. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like I'll I'll talk with people and, and yeah, it'll, the majority I think of people that that got the internet at that time that was AOL was the reason why we got on the internet. Like you can talk a lot about about AOL and it was really bad in a lot of ways, right? But like AOL is the reason why I was able to get the internet at all yeah. because a, all everything else was too expensive or yep. it was hourly billed, right? And get those CDs. And my parents were smart enough at that time to at least know that, like, no, if we have to pay this by the hour, you're going to be on all the, all the time, and it's going to cost us too much. When it went, like, just unlimited, flat rate. flat rate, just pay monthly, then my parents were like, well, okay, we, kn- we know we can pay this. We don't care. Right. Um, and, I mean, that that was what caused AOL to become the giant they were, and then uh, them not progressing past them was what caused them to fall apart. Yeah. So it's, you know, 
It's the the double edged sword. No, like, I I totally can't wait to get into more of that. And then, like I said, like this is gonna be kind of a bigger project. Like the class spurred this, but there's no reason why I can't right. continue. Sure. On, like as a side project, just let me sure. compile this repository sure. of what are the true first stories of the internet. Yeah. So fascinating. No, thank you for that. Cool. All right. Well, hey, thank you, Gates, for being here. Thanks Word. to uh, Mr. Matt Benson for being here when he could. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, we'll see you guys next time on the Pillage Cast. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.